Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been to the show, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the fantasies of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I'm reading from. I could be reading from your mail carrier who delivers packages to the naughty housewives next door. I could be reading from some bachelor that's maybe swinging with a couple. I could even be reading from your next door neighbor. She's that hot wife that you just know you're dying to be with. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies you want to share, or even if it's just to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, 162. By submitting a story, you certify the following stipulations to be true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired and that you're releasing all rights to your creation. So this is the last week to send me your stories, your dirty details confessions to be entered in your very own kink crate box. Remember, next week, the winner will be announced and I will get your shipping address so you can receive your very, very own kinky crate. If you don't want to enter and still want your own kink crate box, you can just go to kinkcrate.com, put in the discount code of DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, and receive 25% off your first subscription box. DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, why don't you spice some life up in your sex life with your partner? Give them something a little late, maybe. Something secret. Something kinky, you know. So again, story submission, try to win it for free or kinkcrate.com. 25% off your first box using the code DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course. All right. I've teased you long enough, I think. Mm, But you know how I like to tease. So I guess you could say this is a little bit of another teaser with a little more info, of course. I can finally say a little bit. In the upcoming weeks, you can also find my show on Full Swap Radio. Full Swap Radio is an adult internet radio station for swingers and other in the sex-positive, kink-friendly community. So stay tuned for more exciting details, launch dates, my time slot, and very, very much more. So there you go. Merry Christmas. A little teaser, I know, but if you were in bed with me, I'd show you a little more. So I had a listener reach out. Hello, Mr. Rubicon. How are you? (laughs) He told me this very 
hilarious story, we were talking about smells. And I kind of just mentioned that I smelt like Bath and Body Work limoncello. And he told me that years ago, he used to go into that particular store and buy all these big gift baskets. And when he went to ring them up, it's like the cashier knew. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, hello. (laughs) One, that he actually had the balls to do it. And two, like he admitted that the cashier absolutely knew what he was doing. But I'm wondering, like he did, is did she think is that this guy is buying way too much Bath and Body Work lotion? Either he likes the way it makes his junk smell, or he has ass lined up across the block. (laughs) I know those would have been my thoughts. Exactly. Exactly. Hands down my thoughts. (laughs) What about you guys? (laughs) Do you have any confessions like that where you've done things like that? I mean, I've heard of rings and jewelry, you know, like you always get the same jewelry, you know, pieces like where Martha and Claire go, Oh, thank you for the heart earrings. And you're like, Oh, yeah. So you don't have to remember each present. I I'm trying to think if I've ever done anything like that. No, absolutely not. Uh, No, I haven't. Not saying I've never dated multiple men at the same time. But I've never done that. (laughs) So he did ask me a question. So Mr. Rubicon, here you go. Do sense or smell evoke a mood or feeling? I think they do. I think that goes with anything, um, especially like candles and stuff like that. Um, they remind you of something, you know, the candles smell so much better than what they did 20 years ago. But if we're talking about perfume or lotions, I, there's times that I like on a guy, but um, please don't like spray your body down with it. That's just disgusting. Um, you know, men, I, I, there's nothing like to me for a, a man you smell a man first thing in the morning when they're fully, you know, showered and everything. And then I definitely, my lover, I like to take in and smell him at the end of the day and smell him through everything that, you know, when he took a shower, it's like you're ingraining it in your, in your brain. And then sometimes that's a huge turn on knowing those smells and stuff. So yeah, there's, to me, there's nothing like a man smelling like a man. And don't get me wrong. I've met beautiful women from all over the globe and there's nothing like a very, very nice smelling woman. It smells can definitely make you go, oh, and find that attractive person more attractive, I think, than, but you definitely don't want to be around someone that's taken a bath at it because that's, to me, it's, yeah, no. Oh, thank you. It smells like desperation. Okay, next question. You say you like edging. Do you like it when someone does it to you? Absolutely. Yeah, come edge me. There's so many ways that you can edge somebody. And I was talking to somebody before I started recording about a different way to edge their wife mentally. Ladies, and this becomes sometimes a somewhat of a taboo subject, but I let me explain it to you from a different point of view. Some women don't like it when um, men lay out their lingerie or their panties, wear this for me, where they pick it out and say, wear this. And they see it as controlling. And it can be if you're in that dynamic um, in a bad relationship. Don't get me wrong. However, think of it this way. If your man who doesn't control every move you make in a non-consensual way lays out his favorite pair of panties and bra or something new that he's bought, just think of this. 
He's teasing himself. He's teasing himself with the idea that all day long, you're wearing those panties, that bra. So ladies, why aren't we stepping into the bathroom? And I mean, not a flash and not, you know, just something very ornate, something that, you know, maybe you have your shirt not quite all the way buttoned up and it shows the flash of the bra or maybe just that middle button and you show the little lace of panties. Think about that. You send him that showing you're wearing that. He's going to have that in his head all day. And that can go from any type of relationship. I mean, why not? I mean, ladies, lay out a pair of boxers. Gentlemen, lay out a pair of boxers for your man. And he said, you know, it's really hard to do those sorts of things because children are home. And I said, no, it's not. This is what you do. You still do it. Put the sexy note on top. Say, wear these for me. I want to know what you're wearing underneath so I can take advantage of you on a, you know, later. Then during the day when your work allows you to take like an office break or something, send a teasing picture of you. Maybe you're wearing something or um, a body part that she absolutely loves. Not a dick pic, not a dick pic. But I will tell you this, there is nothing sexier than a man hard and a great pair of underwear. That's sexy as fuck, gentlemen. Send her that. And then maybe she goes in and reciprocates, showing you that she's wearing what, or they are wearing what you have picked out. Have we thought about that? Try it out. Let me know how it works. With edging, is it the feeling of being wound up and excited, or is it the build-up anticipation of what's going to happen? All the above. Absolutely all the above. You sit there all day, um, and you think. It's kind of like, um, think of it like planning a vacation. You, you just you know, it's like a list, except it's sexy, very sexy to think, God, I want to do this, I want to do that. And in your bodies, in your, in your mind, you're picturing all these places and situations and uh, various couplings that you're doing with them. And it's intoxicating and sexy and sexy as fuck, I might add. So you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're waiting for your partner to stop the edging. But me, I know when I push it too far, it's I'm done edging. There is no foreplay. I need a good hard fuck. So I yes, I have pushed myself too far for edging all day. And, you know, we've talked about this before. It's the longest we've edged. I think for me, I can only edge maybe a day to three days tops three. Um, I know somebody has done it for two weeks and didn't advise it. Um, and I can understand why I, I would be a, a horrible, horrible bitchy lady. If uh, I edged for two weeks, <laughs> I get really cranky when I get horny. Um, hungry is like I call it. <laughs> you know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have a glass of good Woodford with some cherries, of course. And enjoy some erotic fantasies from Santa Claus and his elves. Dear Nikki, when I had just started my current job, we had an intern join us for a year from university. She had started a couple months before me. Jane was given the job of showing me around the building, making sure I was settled in okay. After a week or so, I was into the swing of things and didn't really see much of Jane, except on lunch breaks or in the car park in the morning. Jane arranged the staff night out 
just some folks at a local bar one evening. About 20 of us went along. It was the first time I'd seen Jane outside of work. She looked incredible and had a figure-hugging little black dress with her long, dark hair straightened and flowing behind her. All of the younger guys were giving Jane their full attention, so I just sat there talking to some other people from my office. Later in the evening, Jane came and sat next to me. Hey, Travis, I was hoping you were going to come and rescue me from those pervy guys earlier, she said. Oh, sorry, I replied. I thought you looked like you were having a good time. They're really around your age, aren't they? Those guys? Definitely not my type. I get enough of those kind of pervs at the student union at uni. We chatted for the rest of the evening and I walked her to her taxi when the bar closed. The following week in work, I hardly saw Jane. The invite for the Christmas party came around. I accepted the invite and booked a room for the night at the hotel. Fast forward to the party. I walked in wearing my tuxedo. Jane was wearing the same black dress from the bar. She came straight over to me and said, My, don't you look handsome all dressed up. I stuttered for a work-appropriate response, the best I could come up with. Um, thanks, you look great in that dress too. Jane looked disappointed with my response and walked off to some other girls. Later on, after drinks had been flowing, we were all up on the dance floor. All the younger guys were trying to get Jane's attention. The girls formed a tighter and tighter circle to protect her. But one of the guys who reports to me moved up behind her and started trying to grind his, her ass. This got me more angry than it probably should have done. I marched over, grabbed him by the wrist, told him his night was over, and that we'd discuss his behavior on Monday. With that, the party seemed to die down, and people started leaving for their taxis or to their hotel rooms. I walked through the hotel lobby, hoping to get one last drink before bed. Jane came over and said, Thanks for rescuing me this time. Those guys are creeps. I said, no worries. It was completely inappropriate behavior. I've been wrong if I was not to intervene. I suppose so, Jane said. I like the way you marched him out of their row. Jane looked up into my eyes as she said it, and I involuntarily leaned down to her as if I was about to kiss her on her lips. I stopped myself in time and said, Anyway, how are you getting home tonight? Or are you staying over? No, I've booked a room, Jame informed me. Oh, great, me too, I replied. Fancy one last drink? Jane nodded, so we got our drinks and went to sit down. The conversation flowed easily about her studies and interest. We were both into the same bands and supported the same fo small football team. When it was time to go to bed, we said our goodnights, walked towards our rooms. I looked over my shoulder and Jane was following me. It turned out our rooms were on the opposite side of each other, on the same hallway. I was about to open my door, and Jane was having some trouble with her keycard. I came over and helped her. Her door opened suddenly, and we both fell into the room. She ended up with her back against the wall, and I was leaning over her, my hands on the wall of either side of her head. Jane reached up and pulled my head towards hers. Then she kissed me hard. I didn't resist. I couldn't. Our tongues found each other and Jane's hands slid down my back. She kicked the door shut behind me and then wrapped her arms around my waist. I moved my hands to her face, then her shoulders. Jane pulled me tighter against her body. I could feel how warm she was. I could feel her breast pressing against my chest. 
It was at that point that I realized she could probably feel the huge bulge growing in my underwear. Jane pushed me back with a wicked grin on her face. She looked down at the tent and that now formed in my trousers and said, Did I do that? I, I should probably go, I stammered. This isn't right. You're an intern, and I'm too old to be doing this with you. Nonsense, laughed Jane. No one needs to know anything about this anyway. And with that, she reached out and grabbed my bulge through my trousers and pulled me onto the bed, never letting go. She turned around and zipped her dress. I was mesmerized as it fell to the floor. She wore no bra, but her breast stood up, proud, looking impressively large against her small, flawless body. She stepped out of the dress and stood in front of me, wearing just a pair of black, lace, French knickers, nothing else. Still think this isn't right? I stepped forward, wrapped my arms around her, and pulled her in for a passionate kiss, squeezing her bum as our tongues danced around each other. We fell into the bed, and Jane set to work on getting my clothes off. Within no time, I was laying there just in my underwear, showing off the large tint that had formed. Jane climbed on top of me and started grinding on my bulge. I reached up to grab her breast as they swung from her chest. Jane wiggled down my body and pulled my underwear off in one smooth movement. Then she took a hold of my cock and sunk straight into her mouth. She held it in place while looking out into my eyes. It was an incredible sight, and I'm amazed I didn't come right there. And then... Then she came up for air, started swirling her tongue around and around the head of my cock before going to work on it again. I was in heaven, but I was getting close. I didn't want things to be over too quickly. I sat up and lifted Jane back on top of me. We kissed passionately as my arms found their way into her Frenchies. I squeezed her bum and slid a finger up and down between her cheeks. When I reached forward, I could feel how wet she was when the touch of my fingers on her lips made me squirm and moan into my mouth. I flipped her onto her back and pulled her silky Frenchies to reveal her perfectly smooth pussy with just a faint landing strip above it. I kissed my way up her thighs, then slowly licked between her lips, not losing contact the whole time. Jane's hands found their way into my hair as I started flicking my tongue faster between her lips. Then I slowly pushed a finger into her and tickled her insides with my tongue, finally found her clit. Jane jumped and squeezed my head between her legs. For such a petite girl, she had some real strength in those thighs. Don't stop, Jane panted. I circled my tongue around her clit and then gently sucked it into my mouth as I inserted a second finger. Jane was panting uncontrollably by now. Her hips bucked towards my face. Another couple of minutes and she was writhing uncontrollably as I shattering orgasm hit her. As Jane came down, she released my head from her vice grip and gave me a huge smile. No one's ever made me come like that before, she told me. Now it's your turn. Jane pushed me onto my back and straddled my face, giving me one more taste. Then she slid down my chest, leaving a trail of her juices right down my body until her bum made contact with my cock. Jane reached back to grab it. Wow, you're so hard. I guess this intern could turn you on after all.
How can I not be turned on? I replied. You look so incredibly sexy in that dress tonight. Why didn't you tell me that earlier? We could have been on round two or three by now if you had. And she gave it with a wink. Oh my God, a condom, I said panicking. Don't worry, my ex made me go on the pill, she said. Plus, I want to feel you inside me properly. Then she raised herself up, angled my cock at her entrance, and slowly sat down on top of me. I groaned long, deep moan as I was engulfed by her warm, wet pussy. Does that feel good? She asked. Incredible, I said, barely audible. Slowly, Jane started to rock her hips forwards and backwards, then slide to side, her hands braced on my chest. She started to lip up off of me and slowly sink down again, and then she threw all caution to the wind and went at it full speed. The headboard was banging against the wall. The bed was squeaking loudly. Jane was panting, and I just couldn't believe my luck. Jane's pace started to drop as she tired. I sat up, cupping her bum in my hands, and kissed her. Then I slid us off the bed, picked her up, and pinned her against the wall. Her legs wrapped around my waist, and I started pushing into her again, her back making slapping noises against the wall. I was getting close, and my legs were starting to give away. I laid Jane back onto the bed and lifted her legs over my shoulders and went as deep as I could. Jane let out a loud growl as I did, and she bit my shoulder, and I went in harder and faster until I couldn't go anymore. Come inside me, please, Jane cried, and I did, letting go in loud grunt as spurt after spurt filling her up. I collapsed on the bed next to Jane, both of us a sweaty mess. She gently stroked my softening cock and whispered to me, That is without a doubt the best I have ever had. Thank you. Thank you too, I said. That was incredible. We drifted off into a deep sleep. We hooked up a number of times after this until Jane left in the summer. None of the other encounters were quite so raw and spontaneous. Travis. Holy hell, Travis, you sound sexy as fuck. That's all I'm going to say. And I very much picture you British, Scottish, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, hello, I, you know, any British guys out there, I need to be properly fucked, as I think you guys would say. <laughs> oh, my God, was this not hot as hell? I mean, the key card the you know, her just standing and saying, absolutely, we're gonna do this. And I could see me doing that. Um, when I explained to you guys, I get sexually aggressive if I'm aroused. This would have been 100% me. Absolutely. Would have uh, definitely taken control like this. So I actually kind of attached myself with it. So yeah, this, if you've ever wanted to see or know what I, how sexually aggressive I get, this is right here. Just remember this story. This is absolutely me. Travis, keep exploring and doing things like this absolutely turned on over here by you. Dear Nikki, last December before all of this COVID shit happened, we had the work Christmas party. The company I work for has more than one office in the different places, but we all get together for one big party. It's always a lot of fun to go to at a nice hotel, get dressed up, good food, plenty of drinks, 
make boring small talk with my boss's wife while I have his cum up inside me. As well as guys from the office I work at, I'll sometimes spread my net and legs a bit wider. A while ago, these two guys from one of the offices came up to my office for a training week. I gave them my traditional welcome by sucking and fucking them every day that week. And when I'm down where they come from, I lived there when I was younger and have family and friends there, I'll message them for a meetup for non-work sex. We also got it on last year's Christmas party. After that bit of background, I see those two guys at the party with two others that I hadn't seen before. I go over and say hello, and it turns out the two new guys are newbies who only started the company a few weeks ago. One of the ones I know makes a joke about how they're sure I'll make them feel welcome. And then they move off, leaving me with these two guys I haven't met before. Now, these two guys are just what I like in a man. Tall and nicely built. They were rocking the fuck out of their fancy suits. After a bit of flirting, one of them mentioned that they were heard about me from the others, basically trying to work out if they were bullshitting about how far I went and how quickly. I gave them a wink and told them my room number and went off to my room as if I'd forgotten something. I'd barely gotten to my room door closed when there was a knock. They must have come up in the next lift behind me. I opened the door and there they are with huge shit-eating grins, waiting for me to ask them in. I wave them in, but they don't really know how this is going to work, so I have to take the lead. I was wearing a suit jacket and a half-calf length skirt with a thigh-high split, so I unbuttoned my jacket and opened it. When they saw my 34G tits, and I wasn't wearing a bra, that seemed to focus their mind a bit, One of them came to me and got lifted up so we could kiss and I wrapped my legs around him. After a bit, I did the same with the other guy so as not to let him feel left out. He was a bit more bold and pretty quickly, he put his hand through the split of my skirt and started to rub my pussy. And by the way, I'm not wearing any panties. He got a finger up inside me for a bit, but again, I don't want to leave the other guy hanging. So I stopped him, got back down on my feet, stripping off my skirt. I'm standing in front of two hot guys I haven't met before, wearing nothing but heels and a smile. We don't really have time to waste before someone notices that we're not there, when we need to be sitting down for dinner. I pulled them in towards me and dropped onto a squat, working belt buckles, zips, and buttons to get the party started. One guy started giving head, and the other one my hands around his shaft. Then I switched around because I'm a pro like that. My legs were starting to get tired, so we moved it to the bed, with me on all fours and one of them snapping a rubber on, becoming up behind me, and that one other is kneeling on the bed with his cock at my face. We fuck like that until the guy in my pussy filled his condom and pulled out. So the other guy backed up. I laid on the bed, meet with me straddling him until he was close. When I took the rubber off and sucked him until he unloaded in my mouth, of course, I swallowed. We get cleaned up, I fix my hair and makeup, and we went back downstairs in time for turkey and wine. After dinner, and a few more glasses of wine, I joined my boss up in the same room and fucked him sitting on his lap while he sat in the chair and squeezed my tits. Luckily, we went back downstairs separately, because as I'm coming out of the lift, I ran into his wife. 
asking if I'd seen him while I was standing there with come inside me. Claire. Well, Claire, you are definitely exploring that slutty side. Keep going, girl. You got it. But, ladies and gentlemen, could you again? Office party. You're clearly known as the office happy person, should we call you? (laughs) Exploring your slutty side, male or female here. Could you do it? If you knew your two friends were introducing you to the office whore, man or woman here, would you? Would you have a jolly good time with them? And if you were the office slut, whore, man or female, what would you do if you ran into their spouse? (laughs) I would giggle. I swear to God, I would. This is totally not me, but I would probably turn into a bunch of giggle fits and just say it's the wine talking. That would probably be my natural, honest reaction. Just laying it out there. (laughs) Dear Nikki, I graduated high school about 15 years ago. While I was in school, I had a teacher, Mrs. Smith, several times for a couple different English classes, including my AP English, of course. Over the years, we became pretty familiar with each other. I'd always thought she was a pretty woman. Early 30s, blonde hair, and what I suspected was a pretty nice body, but she always wore conservative and sort of baggy clothes and never showed it off. We never got too personal with each other, but I always figured she was a pretty straight-laced person. After I graduated high school, I moved out of town and met a wonderful woman who I later made my wife. After a couple years, things in the bedroom started to get a little bit stale. We decided to really spice things up and attend a local swingers party to check it out. We didn't hook up with anybody that night, but fell in love with the lifestyle and how close all of the couples there were. We ended up diving in head first, and before too long, we were doing full swaps and having an absolute blast. About a year before all of this COVID stuff happened, I accepted a really good job close to home. Once my wife and I were settled in, we decided to explore the local swinger community. We hopped online and found a get-together happening at a local hotel not too far from us. My wife cracked a joke about me running into someone I knew, but I brushed it off. I grew up in a pretty small town and didn't expect anybody to be there to be into a swinging scene. Little did I know what a night I was in for. We got to the hotel, got a room for the night, and made our way to the conference room where the party was being held at. It was a pretty good-sized room, and there was a good amount of people there. One of the members of the group was a part-time DJ and had his setup going playing music, and the other room had a small bar attached. My wife and I got drinks and started scanning the room for anybody we wanted to introduce ourselves to. We spotted a group of people who were chatting and laughing on the other side of the room. One of the women instantly caught my eye, and my wife was really into the guy with her. So we decided to go say hello. As we got closer, the details about their looks started to get clearer. I felt a pit in my stomach as I came to the realization that the woman had been eyeing me earlier was in fact my old English teacher, Mrs. Smith. Except, instead of her casual conservative clothing style, She was wearing a tiny black dress that left little to the imagination. Soon, she figured out who I was too, and we were shared in a look of horror and confusion. The guy who was with Mrs. Smith 
broke silence as we approached, bellowing out. I thought I saw a pair of lovely new faces walk in. My name is Brad, and here is my life, Laura. Glad to meet you both. We introduced ourselves, myself ignoring the fact that I already had a bit of a history with this man's better half. Mrs. Smith followed my lead, acting as if she was meeting me for the first time. We made some small talk with the group for a while before my wife stated she was ready for another drink and asked me to accompany her. As we were waiting for our drinks at the bar, she asked me if I was okay, saying that I seemed a little tense back there. You know the blonde. She's my high school teacher, I replied. My wife looked at me for a second, then burst out laughing. So much for not knowing anybody. Well, I'll tell you what. I really like her husband, and if that's not too strange for you, I want to talk to him more. I won't make you come with me if you'd like to sit this one out, she offered, which was fine by me. I needed to sit down and have another drink after all of that anyway. After a little while of sipping my Jack and Coke at a lone table by myself, I felt someone's hand on my shoulders. Hey, stranger, Mrs. Smith said. My heart jumped, and I didn't know what to do. I simply stammered out, uh, hey, M- Mrs. She cut me off. Aaron, high school was a long time ago for you now. Please just call me Laura. May I sit? I think we need to talk. I agreed and pushed the chair out next to mine. We must have talked for at least the next hour. After going over the fact that we'd just run into each other after 15 years at a swingers party, we caught up. We talked about how the last 15 years had treated both of us. I told her about my career. She told me about her kids. Just all sorts of things you'd expect an old teacher and a former student to talk about after a long time of not seeing each other while sharing drinks. This time, though, I was trying not to let my eyes wander. She looked absolutely fantastic in that dress. She eventually looked across the room where my wife was getting rather friendly with her husband. They had made their way away from the group and found a table off to the side where they had engaged in an intense make-out session. Well, it looks like your wife is certainly enjoying my husband. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up taking back to our room, Mrs. Smith said. I'm not sure if that was the whiskey talking, or if I had gone crazy in that moment, but something in me decided that it would be the perfect time to make my move and hope for the best. You know... We also got a room. Why should they get to have all the fun? I blurted out. Mrs. Smith instantly turned and looked at me. I'm not exactly sure what was going through her head at that moment, but it looked like she was a bit taken back, while at the same time deeply contemplating something. Eventually, she downed the rest of her wine, grabbed her purse, stood up, and said, Let's go. Mrs. Smith and I started to make our way back to the room with my wife, and I had booked for the night. As the elevator doors closed, a side came out from Mrs. Smith I'd never seen before, a side I'd never expected to see. She grabbed me, leaned in, and gave me a deep, passionate kiss that sent shivers down my spine. The elevator dinged and the doors opened, and she pulled away and says, Now... That should certainly break the ice, and gave me a wink. Yes, yes it does, I stammered, still in a bit of shock about what was going on. 
what I thought might be about to happen. We should head to your room now, Mrs. Smith says to me, breaking me from my daze. I grabbed her hand and led her to the room. I fumbled with the key, but eventually got the door open. As soon as the door closed behind me, we were like two teenagers who just got away from their parents for the weekend. She pulled me back into her, laid a wild kiss onto me. Her tongue danced around my mouth while my hands explored her body and I spent countless hours daydreaming about in class. I grabbed the zipper to her dress and pulled it down, then slipped the rest of it off, revealing an incredibly sexy pair of black lacy brawn panties. She took my shirt off and then told me to lay on the bed. I didn't need telling twice. Once I laid down, Mrs. Smith unbuttoned the jeans I had on and slid them down along with the boxers I'd been wearing. She let a tiny gasp once she saw my cock. I think the reality of everything was setting in for her, and she didn't care. She immediately grabbed my dick and went to work. She teased me a bit, licking the shaft and kissing my thighs. She played with my balls and slowly put my cock in her mouth. She sucked slow and methodically, and it felt absolutely incredible. She got me about halfway in her mouth, then started going around the head of my cock with her tongue. This always something that drove me over the edge. I told her if she keeps that up, I was going to come. She got a devilish look in her eyes and started sucking harder. I tried to keep myself from coming, but Mrs. Smith was too good. I unleashed wave after wave of cum right into her mouth. She smiled at me and swallowed. I was in absolute state of shock and ecstasy. I started stammering something about being sorry I came so soon when she shushed me, took off her ball, revealing the absolute perfect C-cup breast. And then she said something that nearly got me rock hard, again, right there and right there. It's okay. You're just going to have to show your teacher what you've learned. I had no idea where this side of Mrs. Smith came from, but I was loving it. She slipped off her panties and tossed them to the side and climbed up on the bed, riding my face. I did my best to be a good student and started dancing around her pussy with my tongue. I switched up, going fast, slow, sliding my tongue inside her pussy and sucking on her clit. Whatever I was doing seemed to be working, because Mrs. Smith was moaning so loud, I was sure we were going to get a complaint. After a while of exploring her pussy with my mouth, I felt her tense up, and a stream of cum flow in my mouth and down the side of my face. She tasted incredible, and I was absolutely fucking rock hard again. Once she came, an almost animalistic side of her woke. She slid down my body, and before I had a chance to tell her I had some condoms in the drawer, she slid myself inside of her. I was a bit torn since the one rule my wife had always had was, always use protection. But on the other hand, I didn't care. Mrs. Smith's pussy was incredible. It was warm, super wet, and surprisingly tight. I allowed myself to get lost in the pleasure and the thought that my high school English teacher was now riding me like a horse. She rode me like that until I felt her pussy tighten around my cock, and she came again, screaming my name while she did. Once her orgasm was over, she slumped over on top of me and tried to catch her breath. She had a request, though. I want you to bend me over the edge of the bed and fuck me from behind. 
I'm a gentleman, so I gladly fulfilled this request. However, as I was fucking her while she was buried her face in the pillow moaning, I heard something that was very much not what was going on in front of me. I heard a key card slide into the lock and the door room swing open. I froze, cock fully filling my former teacher and looking over to see my wife and Mrs. Smith's husband walk into the room. Once my wife saw what was going on, her eyes got big and a huge smile appeared on her face. She turned around to face Mrs. Smith's husband and said, perhaps we should go to your room. I think these two could use some privacy and pushed him out of the room while he gave me a thumbs up. We eventually christened just about every piece of furniture in that room. She must have came another half dozen times while I managed to last much longer than this time. I had her on the bed when I felt my balls tighten up ready with another load of cum. I gave her a warning when she screamed into her pillow. Come inside me. Come inside your teacher. I couldn't hold it anymore. I shot rope after rope of cum in her in one of the best orgasms of my life before collapsing on the bed next to her. Well, that certainly was one of the wilder experiences I've had one of these parties, she says to me. So do we tell anybody we know each other? Why don't we just keep it between us? Most of the people here don't even know I teach. I think it's best if they don't know they're shagging their kid's English teacher. Makes sense, I reply. I have to say, though, I'm definitely hot for teacher. She laughed and slapped me on the arm. We cleaned up and rejoined the party downstairs for a few more drinks before heading off to our own separate rooms for the night. I couldn't wait for the next party. Erin. Wow. (laughs) If you were at a party, and even if it wasn't a swingers party, say it's just a party, and your high school teacher reached out to you like this, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you take them up to the room and take that initiative? Or even in this example, say you and your wife are exploring, or you and your partner are exploring, or you, you know, you're whoever, whatever the dynamic is, say you're exploring, and you see your partner flirting with the other person. And you know, it's your high school teacher, and you've broke the ice just a bit. And you're feeling out how this could go. Could you? Would you? I know there's one teacher I would. (laughs) Absolutely would. Um, He was I know, not gonna. <laughs> Sorry, not going there. <laughs> Absolutely would. Um, the wife's a complete bitch, but uh, he's not bad. Um, yeah, definitely would. But could you, if you ran into your high school teacher at a party or at a swingers party and your partner walked off with their partner, could you, would you, I'd really like to know. I think this is a wonderful place to stop today. A little extra longer today, but I think it was well worth it. I want to wish you a very early Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Insert your celebration here. I hope you're happy and well, and that you reach out and explore your boundaries with your partners, your lovers, wives, husbands, or whomever and whatever title you give them. So if Santa has you on the naughty list like me, 
you can just go out and buy your own like I did Christmas morning. I will be replacing my stereo and um, walking through that myself. So that's what I'll be doing Christmas morning while you're opening your good boy gifts if you have them. (laughs) Don't forget, Saturday is the cutoff for your stories, confessions for your kink box. If you want to be included in that, please send me and um, your story so I can read it off and let's see if you win. Good luck to those who have entered. Uh, You will know next Wednesday. And if you don't want to enter, but still want to receive the box, remember 25% off gets you your first subscription box using the code DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, for your first subscription box to go on. Don't forget, in a couple weeks, I'll have more announcements on the Full Swap Radio, time slots, days, and hopefully more. I can fill that in for you, but there you go. Going on internet radio. That's kind of exciting, I think. Don't forget, if you have any erotic fantasies you want to share or anything else, just send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com or anonymously also on DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram for really bad dad jokes with a sexy picture, of course, and a sexy thought of the day at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. And in closing, bend me over my desk and spread my ass. Start teasing my home. Make me wait. Tease me until I'm begging for your cock. Be gentle at first and then make it sting. But I want you to fuck me senseless. Fuck me so hard. I remember the fucking the next day and still feel it. (laughs) Do you think you could? I really want to find out. Until next time. Bye for now.